welcome to You Need to See This, an every other weekly film podcast about filling the gaps in our collective cinematic experience. Every episode, someone tries to convince someone else and the audience that they need to see a specific film. And we do it all with no spoilers. So I'm currently searching for a new and wonderful co-host. And in the meantime, I figured I'd do a fun guest episode. Today's guest is an actor. He's also a writer. He's also a director. He's been an improviser. He's a, he's a company member of the Flat Earth Theater in Massachusetts. Uh, he recently played Inspector Lestrade in the Post Meridian Radio Players production of Sherlock Holmes in the Adventure of the Bruce Partington Plans. It's Justice Perry. Hey, it's good to be here. Oh, How's it's so good doing? to have you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy. beautiful people out there. There's so many, and they're all beautiful. It's weird. <laughs> it's maybe uh, yeah. too many beautiful people in one situation. <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening to my uh, to my um, the introduction, and I and I was like, oh, I I should tell people that flat Earth theater is not like a like flat Earth uh, <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> thing. Uh, we named it back when uh, pe- the people were a uh, curiosity more than a nuisance. <laughs> <laughs> that is very fair. Oh Lord. Yeah. I was looking, I was looking at it and I had that same thought for a moment. <laughs> yeah. There, there are discussions about changing that name, but it's been a, uh, I'd like a decade. How long have we been at 12 years, 13 years? It's been a long time. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of time, uh, do you know that arcade game time crisis? I do know that a game uh, time crisis. Well, I looked at how long we've known each other and experienced a time crisis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we have known each other a long time. And I've played years. time crisis so many times. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like my go-to arcade game so that you the fact that you picked that out is very <laughs> important to me <laughs> i love it oh see this this is what happens when you know someone for 14 years yeah yeah Amazing. Uh, i i still like remember when we first met because we we met in college you lived i think either a couple of floors above or below me mm-hmm. and uh because we were in a tower so a couple of floors <laughs> like yeah anyway Living in Massachusetts is, is strange. Going to school in Massachusetts is strange. But anyway. It's uh, full of towers. <laughs> it's full of towers. <laughs> Are, like, there, no like college should have that many like 23-story towers. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it was weird because we were in Southwest, which was like kind of the jockier side of campus. So we were in a sports <laughs> tower, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. Yeah. So, but yeah, I remember like you uh, – it came up to me, I don't know, relatively early. And like, I, I we kind of knew uh, who each other was, but you were just like, do you want to be in a sketch group? And I was like, yes, I want to be in a sketch group. And, <laughs> and like, I don't think we'd ever discussed comedy, but it was just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Yeah. I was like, this guy's funny. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I, I'm, I'm glad we, uh, that it worked out. Uh, Cause yeah. 14 years later, here we are doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, comedy time is so fascinating to me. Um, but yeah, like uh, I, I remember, I remember um, when I knew when I met you, or around that time, you said that you wanted to be like a director, and I was like, oh, I've never met a person who wants to be a director. So I immediately categorized you as an interesting person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, good. And so, I am an interesting person. It's true. <laughs> thank goodness for that. Absolutely. <laughs> and also, you've always been like a person. I'm like, oh, this guy has great taste. You always had good taste. 
Mm, I do have great taste. I am very <laughs> cool. <laughs> this podcast, uh, uh, this will be referenced on my Wikipedia someday. Be like, oh, he always knew he was cool. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a little like number thirteen in the footnotes. <laughs> just this uh, proof of coolness. It's there. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> but yeah, we we did. We were in. Don't make a scene together. It was a lovely team. We had uh, I had Simon Collier on the podcast recently, which was a delight and a treat. Yes, I listened to that uh, recently because I was like, oh, I should figure out what this podcast's like. <laughs> the perfect yeah. one to listen to, absolutely. Yeah, and so it was like, oh, I get to see, uh, listen to Simon, and I, of course, uh, discuss, you guys were discussing uh, what we do in the shadows, which is one of the best movies ever. So so good, oh, it's yeah. so good. I it was really nice to revisit it and learn that there was a short. Before it, which blew my mind. I had mind. no idea. I was listening to it. I was like, there's a show. I have to see this. Oh, my God. Have you watched it yet? Yeah, it's so, you it's, need to see this. It's, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's fascinating to, re- to like watch that because it's all the same people. It's crazy. <laughs> the part of the podcast where we say the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're the Doughboy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh lord um yeah it does tend to come in pretty handy on this one honestly oh <laughs> uh, but yeah um uh so for the folks out there listening at some point justice moved out here to los angeles which was cool he lived in my apartment building which was even cooler and great. he joined my improv team sweet Dalai Lama, and we hosted a bunch of shows together yeah we hadn't even named it that at the time uh and now that's been that team has been running for like four no way longer than four years, <laughs> <laughs> like a decade. Comedy time, yeah, there we're having, for four years. We're we're having our we're having our ten year anniversary on Wednesday. Oh my god, <laughs> it's truly terrifying to me. <laughs> oh my oh my god, time crisis. My brain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is that is insane to me. Like, I don't know why I said four years. My son is four years old. I know I haven't been doing that. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, but yeah, I I do miss very much uh, being a part of Sweet Dalai Lama. It was a great time. Oh, we miss you. Oh, every so often, I'm like thinking about all the people who have come through that team, and I'm like, there are a lot of people I wish I been able to hang on to a lot of great people and it's weird like our team dynamic has somehow sort of come back to what what it was and what you would kind of remember which is even more fascinating to me <laughs> you mean like uh, <laughs> insane well, yes <laughs> yeah, just totally insane well good yeah super fast uh, and ridiculous and so insane <laughs> we've had the same problems we'll always have <laughs> It's so fascinating. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Tell me what. Tell me what you're up to these days. I'm so curious. I, I feel uh, like we haven't caught up, and I miss you. Yeah, I do miss you too. Uh, these days, I am uh, unemployed. I'm a father. I live in Salem, Massachusetts, which is uh, the best uh, place to ever live for somebody who likes horror movies it's yeah. the best my my former co-host would uh lose her shit completely to hear about salem she loves salem absolutely oh yeah uh uh well loose if you're uh listening <laughs> to this one uh <laughs> you shaking fist <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that feels Simpsons-y enough that you would love it even more. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, Salem's great. Uh, I, I'm married to one of our uh, uh, former... What, what do I call it? Oh, yes. Yeah, sketch sketch group. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know how to talk. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessary for a podcast. No. no, no nothing is no, more necessary in an audio format. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah absolutely and so yeah. i'm yes i it makes me so happy uh i love it so much that you met kelly in our in our sketch group auditions it's a beautiful thing yeah and uh, and we've been uh, uh we've been here ever since <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but yeah uh other than that i uh i'm yeah, trying to keep busy. I'm editing stuff, and I'm oh, I might, I might have a job soon. Fingers crossed. Oh so. hell yeah, make it happen. Yeah. That's oh. exciting. Oof. all yeah, the fingers, would, audience, yeah. keep them crossed. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. Don't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> no thumbs. Thumb, <laughs> thumbs don't cut it. No, exactly. Don't cross uh, one finger and a thumb. That doesn't give anyone luck. <laughs> That's it more looks like the uh, smallest violin <laughs> playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely like, oh, you want money and a job <laughs> <laughs> cross them together back and forth over and over again <laughs> oh man <laughs> it's definitely i feel like it could be a, a coyote like shadow puppet but not a good one <laughs> maybe more like a giraffe nah my hand isn't doing it right <laughs> you have to make it further away <laughs> Closer to the to the light so that it's bigger. <laughs> How does light work again? Oh man, <laughs> light is too complicated. I don't think I have time for that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why I'm trying to think physics. I'm here to talk movies. <laughs> yes, very very different. Light on screens, it's it's all in there somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, do you have a thing to promote that's coming up soon? Uh. I I'll, I'm going to pro, promote a friends po- project that I'm going to be in soon, but it's nice. uh, not yet. Uh, later on this year, you'll see something called Dream Machine. It'll be on YouTube. It's a mm. uh, it is a uh, comedy uh, about uh, a uh, a oh gosh, uh, like it's like Thirty Rock uh, if it meet, uh, met Outlander. I don't know if you know Outlander very much. I don't at all. All right, so Outlander is like a uh, Scottish romance about a woman who's sent back in time from like 1900 something to like real Scottish times. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good with history, so I don't know when that is. Back when the Scots were Scots. Yeah, and it was, it's like very romantic and rugged. It's like a like a romance novel come to life, and it's so the show oh, wow. is about uh, is about. Uh, the behind the scenes of making a show like that. And it's like, <laughs> and it's a comedy. Uh, and it's, it's going to be really great. And I, I have a villain role coming up and I'm really excited about it. Ooh, uh, I so, cannot wait to check that out. Yeah. It should be coming out later this year. So I'm really, yeah, I can't wait to tell you. Oh, also it, it was all filmed uh, in a weird way where we're, it's socially distanced, but everybody and everybody's in front of green screens facing the camera. And they're, mm-hmm. uh, they actually, they did a, uh, you know what? You watch it. I, we don't need to promote it. it it's great. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> yeah. I That's mean, I'm in it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, when I heard that, I was pretty sold. I was like, I want to see Justice in something. It's been so long. That'd be great. Yeah. 
<laughs> Talented and uh, stuff. Oh, come on. Uh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's what I like to hear. Oh, perfect. Well, good. I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait to check that out. Um, so tell me about a movie that you're going to convince me to watch today. Oh, Cozy, you need to see this. <laughs> well, what is this? I have never, what is the thing? <laughs> so this movie is called Living in Oblivion. Oh, I've never uh, seen this. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do it every time. It's truly a monster. <laughs> oh, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, I was recently re-watching, uh, or for the first time watching, like the Wet Hot American Summers on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I only oh. Watched part, I, I think I only watched most of the first season. I don't know if I finished it. It was, it was, yeah, like the, I liked the, the, the prequel one I thought was really good. And the sequel one was all not as good, but good. Like it was all mm. right. Um, and I realized when I was watching that, I was like, oh, they like lean really hard into tropes and not to make fun of them, but to do them ironically and on purpose. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, I guess I do a little of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Anyway, uh, but this movie uh, called Living in Oblivion, uh, uh, written and directed by Tom DeCillo, or DeCillo, or I don't know how it's pronounced, but uh, he, uh, he's got a couple of other movies uh, that you may have heard of, but I, one, uh, one called Delirious. That sounds uh, mildly one, familiar. And uh, one with Brad Pitt called Johnny Suede, where he kind of looks like Johnny Bravo. I, it's, a, it's a bit of a thing. <laughs> that also um, sounds kind of familiar for some reason. It makes me think <laughs> of Crybaby a little bit for some reason. Oh, yeah. I love Crybaby. That's a classic. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Living in Oblivion. I, can, I know how to say the name of this movie. It's not, it sounds uh, difficult, to be honest. <laughs> There's too many rhymes. It, yeah, and it doesn't particularly make a lot of sense for what the movie's about. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a, uh, the IMDB synopsis because I, I can't, uh, uh, it, it doesn't actually tell you any of the plot. It just says the ultimate tribute to all independent filmmakers takes place during one day on the set of a non budget movie. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. That's yeah. the right and amount so, of info. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's, if you like movies or uh, – I mean, I'm going to hold off. But anyway, my, my, uh, <laughs> let me tell you because that's one of my reasons. I'm, I'm going to hold off. That's a but, great uh, move. Also, I have a yeah. question. What year did this come out? Oh, when did this come out? It came out in 1995. Awesome. Good. Right. I like it. And when you listen to this cast list, because it's a, it's a murderer's row of, of great talent. It oh, no, stars... I hate murderers. <laughs> oh, well, then you're going to hate this, because it's Steve Buscemi, <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Keener, uh, Dermot Mulroney, James LaGrosse, Kevin Corrigan, uh, Daniel Von Zernick, and uh, Peter Dinklage as oh, Tito. Okay. Why do I know Kevin Corrigan? Why does that sound familiar to me? Kevin Corrigan, uh, he, I'm sure if you saw him, he, uh, you'd be like, oh, it's that guy. He, he has black hair and usually like a mustache, and he talks kind of low like this. And, uh, oh, man. Kevin, you know what? I, I need to talk about oh. Kevin Corrigan. Uh, <laughs> we need to talk about Kevin Corrigan. Yes, I like it. Um, I, okay, I know who you're t- – I see this guy's face now. I know who you're talking about. It's oh, this yeah. dude. It's, it's the guy who's dude. in stuff. 
Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. He has 164 credits. That's a fair amount of stuff. He was, <laughs> I, I remember him from, uh, from what's it called? From Community when I did the rewatch this uh, this uh, Exactly. This <laughs> yes. Yeah, he he's, plays the, uh, the, drama know, the drama teacher. I don't know who this is. <laughs> I've never met that man in my life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, so I... Because I there is a... Uh, a very it's a very structured movie because there's like three different things uh three different like acts and they are very very uh def- defined you can see exactly which point uh uh it hits uh, uh like you're like all right this part is done and i it's good to know that part uh but i, I it'll be good to know. <laughs> it's a very structured movie is my point oh that's very cool yeah, yeah. i like that i get so i get so like panicky on podcasts <laughs> <laughs> i'm not filling the air oh my gosh <laughs> oh no it's not structured enough <laughs> i need to hear all about the structure every detail of it yeah which is funny because this is the most structured podcast i've ever been on right it's super 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 structured like you have, yeah you like i'm looking at a thing that says you need to see this episode structure right now <laughs> <laughs> it's true we give it to the guests oh it's wonderful yeah it's so funny uh just for just for a second i'm trying to remember because kevin corrigan for some reason is still on my mind i have one (laughs) yeah i have one more second of kevin corrigan thought oh yes okay he now i know why i recognize him even more he was Mm -hmm. on grounded for life which oh, was yes. The yes. show with the Donald Logue show, which I was like, Dow of Steve Donald Logue? Okay. <laughs> yes. I was so excited for that, only that I never watched it. I never watched a single episode, maybe one. But I was just like, oh, the Dow of Steve guy's in real movies now. <laughs> so weird. I don't know how young I was when I had those thoughts, but yeah, that was. I also love Donald Logue, so I I totally get this. Yes. Oh, good. Oh my God. What has he been doing lately? I don't know if I even remember. I haven't checked up. Uh, on him he was on Gotham. What? Okay. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was the. Oh God, the the lead on Gotham was Ben something. I didn't care as much for him, uh, but uh, oh, his Stein. partner. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You need to stop doing that. (laughs) I'm. (laughs) That's my. That's my. My uh, as Commissioner Gordon Ben Stein like stop doing crime. I'd be convinced. I'd be like, whoa, no more crime for me. <laughs> I couldn't think of any like particularly Jim Gordon-y quotes. <laughs> Don't do crime. Uh, the bat signal's working correctly. <laughs> <laughs> How is bat- my daughter? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know just enough to feel bad about that joke. Oh, that's hilarious and terrible. <laughs> oh, that's what I aim for. Um, anyway, oh, wait. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. He, he turns on he turns on the bat signal and he's Batman. Batman. <laughs> That's the noise that comes out of the signal now. It, just, it doesn't work as well. He's a bat. He's, he has echolocation. You need the sound. 
All right. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, that's Kevin Corrigan. Perfect. Ah, I feel. I feel very. I feel oriented now. <laughs> right, that's, my, north. that's my echolocation is just saying Kevin Corrigan a lot. So I'm glad I know where I am right now. It's, you know what? It's important to have a mantra to send to yourself. And you just like if you're panicking, you just go, like, Kevin Corrigan, Kevin Corrigan, Kevin Corrigan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think I think my I think my mantra, which has been at some point established on this podcast, is uh, protect Judy Greer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone must keep Judy Greer safe. Very important. Protect Judy Greer. Protect Judy. Greer. <laughs> Kevin Corrigan must protect Judy Greer. <laughs> I'd watch that. I really would. I would. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He's because he's another. He doesn't play. I think he's better at playing like behind. Uh, uh, not on the law side of the law. Uh, yeah, kind of he's kind of, kind of yeah. scummy and stuff. Yeah, so it's uh, like a little like I hope she's okay. Is this guy really uh, protecting uh, Judy Greer? And it's like, well, yeah, I guess so. I guess he protected you know, Judy Greer. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he's doing his best. But yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> that's all he can do. He's Kevin Corrigan. <laughs> Um, okay, movie, movie. <laughs> all right, movie, yes, the movie. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, oh, yeah, Catherine Keener's great. I just Catherine Keener, yeah, she's I'm so like, great. God, I love her. And oh. she's really, really good in this. I, uh, oh, man, yeah, the first section, uh, she, like, really, really knocks it out of the park. Uh, oh, okay, awesome. yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Should I talk about my reasons for this? Ooh, before that, uh, I, I have a question. When's the first time you saw Living in Oblivion? Ooh, shit. <laughs> uh, I, I can't re- I, It must have been in high school because I remember watching the second time with uh, our other uh, castmates, uh, Amy and H, who I'm going to see this weekend, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> say hi for me. I miss them very much. I will do that. But, yeah, I... I I went to their place and I was like, this movie is hilarious and you have to watch it. So I must have watched it for the first time in high school, which would have placed it probably around, right around 2000, just to age myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I mean, we already have kind crisis ourselves multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. We'll never de-age ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, my background for this movie is that I have never heard of it or seen it or know anything about it, except for what you've told me. Uh, I, there was never even a moment where I was like, oh, look at this in a video store. Or like, oh, that's a trailer I'm seeing. Nothing. This one fully, fully above my radar or below my Perfect. radar. Perfect. Radar. <laughs> it was outside radar scope. Yeah, no, nowhere near the radar. <laughs> uh, the radar was turned off at that moment. So, yeah, give me – so what are your five reasons why you think I should see Living in Oblivion? All right. Uh, my first one, uh, if you've worked in film – or if you like movies or movies about making movies, then this is absolutely a treat. And like, there's like all the little things are, especially like the low budget filmmakers out there. Every, you will recognize every single person on the set. You will recognize all of the problems that come up and, and all of the like awkward ways that they have to deal with them to get the shot. It's, it's, it is hilarious. Uh, oh, I like that. So yeah. make, immediately making me think of one cut of the dead, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I've only I've, I've only watched the first half hour of the one cut uh, That's so amazing. far. <laughs> I really need to finish it because that that is right up my alley. I, I don't know about you, but I love movies about making movies. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. I, like, I do. 
I do, but Luce did even more. She was a big fan. So we've talked about a couple of them on this podcast already. And oh, uh, and I'm every well, time then I she has around, to see it. Luce. Yeah, she so <laughs> does. A hundred percent. This sounds like it's absolutely very much in her wheelhouse. Oh well that's awesome. Yeah, I always like those. Those are very cool. It's nice to see the dynamic between people. Uh yes. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh man, I just love movies about movies. I, I was, <laughs> sorry, I was just thinking the other day about. Have you seen Cinema Paradiso? I still haven't. I've heard such good things. Okay, yeah, you got to see Cinema Paradiso. Ooh. Everybody's going to see Cinema Paradiso. You've got to see. You need to see this. <laughs> <laughs> the moment of discovery is the best part <laughs> when it sneaks up on you. <laughs> uh, uh, I got to have structure. Got to have structure. So clear. So clear. So important. Very vital. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing um yeah well okay give me another one of them reasons <laughs> all right uh layered dream sequences whoa tell yeah. me more okay uh, uh, I, I don't want to give too much away about I'm it sure. but there's uh there it, <laughs> there's something very special about the dream sequences in this particular movie because oh, wow uh yeah they're <laughs> it's just incredible. <laughs> like, I, love that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it further, but because it's a, a, a spoiler, but yeah, it is, it is perfectly, uh, it's really funny. That's awesome. I, I was just thinking about dream sequences recently. Cause I'm always thinking about the 2018 Suspiria remake, like all the time. Oh, yeah. And I love the dream sequences in it a lot. And I also I need to see that. I still haven't. Holy shit. It's so good. Halloween's coming up. It's so, it's, absolutely time to watch it dude it's absolutely. such good body I, horror oh. oh my god so like the original suspiria i i have a love hate relationship with cuz mm. i i really really want to love it yeah. but every oh, time totally. i watch it i'm just like it's very pretty but there's not a whole <laughs> lot going on so yes. I, that's yeah same 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 100% when i finally watched that uh somewhat like semi recently or whatever, whatever, whatever time is um, <laughs> last year or this year or the year before last year, I saw it and I was like, this is very, very pretty. Okay. This is super pretty. And now I get why people like it because of pretty, but in terms of plot, it just kind of weirdly peters out and you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah. this one is, this one is very, very much like such amazing story, like amazing story going on behind that amazing story and pretty in a totally different way visuals good oh it's so good <laughs> um yeah dream sequences though i love i yeah. love i love anytime you can do it uh, either a dream sequence or like another trope like that in a really new way uh i was just watching what's it called uh kiss kiss bang bang and listening to robert downey jr do amazing voiceover narration in a way that i'd never heard before <laughs> So similar, similar things in that way. Associative thinking. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Also, sleep sounds nice. Uh, third reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my third reason. Uh, Tom Jarmusch, the brother of Jim Jarmusch, the director who I'm sure you're at least familiar with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, he plays uh, the set driver, and he's uh, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He's, uh, he's uh, so great. That's amazing. I didn't even know he had a brother. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, I didn't uh, like. I honestly, I didn't know he was his uh, brother until I, uh, I was like, oh, let me look through the cast, and I was like, Tom Jarmusch. I wonder if he's. <laughs> oh yes, he's very related to Jim Jarmusch. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I love it. Um, 
we uh, I recently had an episode of this actually where we were doing um, uh, River of Grass. I think it was called, and um, uh, Steve Buscemi's brother was in it, and I was like, "There's another Buscemi, okay?" There's another Buscemi. <laughs> this is that's we're feel, we're experiencing it again. I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's worth it to see the other Buscemi. <laughs> also, the main character in that movie's name is Cozy. Oh well, okay. Now I need to see this. Yes, that <laughs> <laughs> was it. Definitely convinced me to check it out. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, I gotta get, cause I, the next part, uh, of this, uh, there's the, the two of the best characters in this are, uh, Chad Palomino and Tito. Uh, and those are the people played by, uh, uh, James LaGrosse and, uh, what's his name? The, uh, Peter Dinklage. Ah, yes. Uh, yes. And they're both like one day actors, uh, uh, but they're the opposite ends. Uh, uh, Chad Palomino is, uh, uh, somebody that like, is like already uh, getting famous on uh, and is now on set and like acting like he's uh, that uh, already famous on set. Oh, that's perfect. And, <laughs> and then uh, oh, I can't give away too much about Tito because like <laughs> a lot of that scene is so P- Peter Dink- uh, Peter Dinklage is just so good at being angry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's so true. I I I would love to just like. Uh, like he, uh, there's so much that he can project of his anger. You know, it, it's his forehead. He can really cram it into his forehead. <laughs> That's good forehead uh, acting. I like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it's uh, like uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let, let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, the, the, like, it's hard to talk about this movie without spoil uh, spoiling stuff because there are. The, yeah, like like I said, there's three sections, and each of those sections are pretty contained. So, mm. like, in order to discuss something, you'd really need to like get into the meat of it. Oh, sure. Did you see Black yeah. Bear? Black Bear? No, I didn't see Black Bear. Did you hear about that one? Um, it's uh, what's her name? Um, from uh, from Parks and Rec, uh, Aubrey Plaza. Uh, I don't recall. Ooh, yeah, Aubrey Plaza is the main person in it, and I, I think based on multiple aspects of this conversation, you should absolutely check it out. All right, I will definitely check that out. I need to see this. Yes, <laughs> we've gotten to robot mode. This is good. I like it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I am programmed to see this. Oh yeah. Also, uh, Dermot Mulroney as the uh, uh, as the cinematographer uh, with a eye patch is really great. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. That, and, uh, I feel like that's a definitely a that added a strange dimension to this movie that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Like oh, it's, yeah, Dermot Mulroney is like I don't necessarily think of him as a comic actor even though he's been in a lot of like great comic things, but mm. he's so so funny in this. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I just sort of remember him from uh from like what's it called? that Julia Roberts movie, right? Runaway Bride. Is that him? Oh uh, yeah. The I, other I, one? I, I know he's been in, I think some other one like that. I get him confused. Uh, with my best friend's guy. wedding. My I best think. friend's my wedding. Best That's friend. what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I always think of him for that. And I'm like, Oh, he must be a guy who's only in rom-coms, but that can't <laughs> be true. I'm sure he's been oh, in yeah. things that are not rom-coms. <laughs> Although I look at uh, his uh, IMDb and the first uh, on the known four, two of the four are rom-coms. So. Oh no, it's true. <laughs> oh, that's okay though, because at least two men and a pig is coming up. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I'm glad he's not being pigeonholed anymore. <laughs> I mean, you don't know that's not a romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're so right. This is terrible news. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunately a very good point. <laughs> oh well, okay. Then I'm, I'll check it out. I hope it's the sequel to Pig. <laughs> okay, and, and my my final super dumb reason for uh, <laughs> watching Living in Oblivion. Uh, it's a movie about getting the shot, and now is a time when people should be getting the shot. <laughs> Oh, I wish I could clap into this dumb microphone. (laughs) Well done. Oh, I'm so displeased with myself. Perfect PSA. (laughs) Out of nowhere. (laughs) Well done. Oh, my God. Okay, nice. I like it. I like it. All right. Fantastic. Well... uh, Those are five reasons. Nicely done. uh, And I think... I think that based on the cast alone, I'm definitely sold. Right? Why it's so good. <laughs> yeah, like that's just a whole bunch of fucking great people. And it sounds like they ended up with some awesome, like very specific, awesome, weird character roles. And like yeah. I love I love an like an ensemble comedy where everyone's <laughs> weird but not so weird that they're annoying. <laughs> yeah, and like I, I'm thinking about like individual parts and and giggling to myself. <laughs> oh man, that's beautiful. Well, yeah, I'm in. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fantastic. All right. Well, audience, have you seen Living in Oblivion? If you have, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and let us know what you think of it. Uh, while you're there, feel free to follow us. Uh, tell us what we need to see. Join the Facebook group. Talk about movies with us. Like, come chill or whatever. <laughs> awesome so uh we're at the point where we're here to talk about some recommendations mm-hmm. um i'm gonna go first uh my recommendation is something that you have probably also seen me mention a second ago on facebook <laughs> <laughs> but for those who are not stalking me on facebook or just know me as a normal human being um i recommend watching the netflix series the end of the fucking world yes it's so I've- goddamn good <laughs> I have been meaning to watch that for so long. Also, I believe that's based on a comic. Uh, yeah, I, I think it is, which I've never read or seen, but now I'm much more interested than I ever was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so perfectly dark and British and about like teens in high school who are just fucked up in the best way. Oh, God, it's such a good, simple, perfect, dry, amazing, fucked up show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right, Justice, what's your recommendation for this week? Uh, this is super easy for me to recommend. Uh, Psychonauts 2. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, for the uninformed, uh, Psychonauts was a video game that came out 16 years ago. And uh, it was on originally on the Xbox and went to, like, PlayStation 2 and has sort of had a great afterlife of because it's what it is is a, a game about, like, treating mental health and it's also really funny and charming and you're a you are a kid who ran away from the circus to join this <laughs> this that team and uh mm-hmm. but yeah the 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 follow-up has just arrived and uh the original is my all-time favorite game and the follow-up is it is very much like rubbing a perfect little uh, uh hole in my heart that uh, that has been that has been left without it uh oh, i i'm, I'm very happy 
Cozy, you have to play this. You need to play this. You need to see someone playing this. I need to watch a speed run of this. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, I really want to, I, I looked it up cause I was, I've been excited about it for a while. I looked it up and I looked at the price and I went, I'm wait till it's on sale. Cause I'm this spoiled dumbass who like has been playing. I, I got, so at the beginning of the pandemic, I went to mm-hmm. a, a website and downloaded, I would say conservatively 60 computer games for the price of <laughs> seven dollars total yeah which is crazy but the answer is they're all from like the early 90s and no fucking human being should be playing them which is why they're (laughs) possibly cheap so (laughs) i've been spoiled for a minute but i think i need to get off my damn high horse and play this game (laughs) it's so good that's awesome i'm playing i'm just about to beat it Oh, what's oh Discworld yeah. Noir. Oh, great. So I've only played the original Discworld game, but uh, oh. I haven't played Noir. Oh, it's really great. It's um, it's amazing. The The second one was uh, slightly better than the first, and the third one, Noir, is like full-on just deep in that noir-y world. It's a little Grim Fandango-y, I've heard. Oh, my God. And you know what? I, I'm, I'm going go to the, go to good old games and download all of these. Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. This makes me very yeah. happy. Yeah, my, the, the other thing I'm recommending is the whole Discworld series because Discworld is amazing. All right, I'm putting it down. I like it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah oh. actually, if you haven't read uh, any of the Discworld, Terry Pratchett is my all-time favorite author, and he's... Uh, it's incredible. Uh, the first books, you know, start a little slow because he's still leaning into like the fantasy tropes, but eventually he kind of mm-hmm. gets past that. Uh, also, if you haven't seen uh, Nightwatch, which is uh, on BBC America or in some other places, uh, but that's uh, I think it's on AMC Plus if you have for the uh, audience out there. But uh, that is uh, based off of the Discworld books and it's pretty good. Awesome. Very cool. I didn't yeah. even hear about that. That's great. I, I've also never read the books, so this is my. My first exposure is these games. <laughs> yeah, like my first exposure was those games too. Actually, really? Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and yeah, and then I and I got really into it from there. Oh, I love it! Yeah, I honestly, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of the references immediately clicked to you after that. Probably. Yeah, if oh. you're uh, if you're not one of the um, uh, people that needs to read something chronologically, uh, one of my all time favorite books. Uh, from the series is called small gods and it's a sort of like one uh, story that's like in the universe but not necessarily part of like any of the major arcs and it is incredible oh i like it i like it uh all right it's time for plugs i believe it is officially plug time uh i'll do mine just get it out of the way first uh, i've got the cyber jam every monday at 7 p.m pacific at twitch.tv slash pack theater if you're an improviser and mish doing improvising uh visit the cyber jams <laughs> facebook page for a zoom link and come do improv with me online like a big nerd uh just as plugs uh, yeah, I, uh, I already told you about Dream Machine that'll be coming out later this summer. Um, if you want to see me in uh, in something that I, and I did some voice acting and I was Lestrade, you mentioned it in the beginning, uh, I believe that's going to be up on YouTube. Uh, the company that does that is Post Meridian Radio Players. That's a, you can get the, also there, get there from pmrp.org. Uh, and finally, the uh, uh, Nonprofit theater company that me and uh, Amy, our friend from college, uh, are a part of, uh, which she just uh, uh, produced a an amazing uh, 
an amazing show online uh, called uh, Seven Rooms, Mask of the Red Death. Uh, but yeah, you can go to flatearththeater.com uh, and uh, check out our website. And uh, if you want to donate some money to help uh, some local theaters, that'd be great. Yes, do it. Do them donates. Oh, fantastic. All right. Uh, let's see. My final stuff for all this thing. Uh, make sure to give us a five-star review, please, or a five-star rating and a review. Those are different things. Uh, I wrote and them share. Yeah, sharing's good. Subscribing's cool. Uh, if you leave a, review, a five-star review, we'll read it on the air. We appreciate you listening. Uh, special thanks to our editor, Pete Burns. Thank you, Pete. Oh, thanks, Pete. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And thank you so much, Justice, for being on this. Oh, my God. Cozy, I miss you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I miss you, too. This was so fun. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> good things. And audience, thank you all so much for listening to You Need to See This. Yes, you have to watch this. I have a thought. What if Damien had an eye patch like Wolf? Hmm. Let me think about that one, Chad. All right, you're the genius. Nick Brown, living in oblivion. Scene six, take one, let's do that!